Hello, and welcome to the Nerd Outcast Podcast. On this special episode, we talk about... It's me, Mario! Here we go, off the rails. Don't you know it's time to raise our sails? It's freedom like you never knew. Hello, welcome back. I'm your host, Chris Bashan. And like I mentioned just a moment ago, we are going to talk about Super Mario Brothers, specifically uh, the entire Mario franchise. Um, for the purpose of this podcast, we are sticking with Mario's platforming games, the series that, that brought him into the fold. So no Mario Kart, no Mario versus Rabbids, uh, no Mario RPG. This is just the pure plumbing, platforming experience. Uh, as is typical for my podcast, I have a group of experts. You know all of them, Christian Masonic, Dan Schiffmacher, and T. Scott Ross. We did this earlier this year with the Zelda series, and since this is Mario's uh, 35th anniversary, I think is what we're doing, is what this year, uh, it's kind of a big deal. Nintendo was going to do something for Mario's 35th anniversary, and then coronavirus happened, so we still don't know <laughs> what is going to happen, um, but hopefully there's some good things in the work. So, gentlemen, uh, I sent you all a bunch of questions that we're gonna, we're gonna talk about today, and I'm gonna start with a big one. We talked about this with Zelda. Um, Mario brought the industry back from the brink of extinction, and he pioneered the development of 3D games. So my first question to all three of you is, does Mario work better in 2D or 3D? So as, as people might recall, uh, hi, Christian Masonic. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I came out on the side of Zelda games working better in 3D, which I still believe is true. Um, Mario, I'm gonna say not though. Um, there, two, the 2D ones were perfect. Um, whereas I thought the Zelda, the 2D Zeldas always felt like not a complete, um, not exactly what the vision of that franchise was. I think it only became what it was meant to be with the addition of 3D. Mario is not the same thing. Mario as a platformer works perfectly as a 2D. Um, there's long been complaints that the 3D platforming, while perhaps better in Mario than anywhere else, is still not perfect. You know, the jumping doesn't exactly get you as precisely where you want to go. Um, the, the, those kind of the, the design of the bite-sized levels um, doesn't really work in a 3D environment so much. So I would say 2D, it probably works a little bit better in 2D. I enjoy the 3D games more, just personal preference, but the 2D games are pretty much perfect. I, my answer was also 2D. I, I don't think you can go, I don't know, for me, like, you can't really go too wrong with any 2D Mario game. I haven't, I haven't played any of the Yoshi's Island stuff. That's the games that I would consider isn't, like, as strong. But each 2D Mario game has its own, like, there's a part of it that they brought back or that they, they changed or something to make it better. And, and if you compare the platforming in, in, in those games to, like, you know, any kind of indie games trying to do platforming like that, it's just not as tight 
So I think that like, yeah, I'm agree. I think 2D. I, I love 3D games. It's, it's a tough question. It's really an unfair to split question. The, yeah, trying to split with the room with this one, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 voting for t- 2D. Um, so I I would like to go even further to say this is a completely unfair question. Uh, it's kind of like asking what version of Metroid is better, Super Metroid or uh, Metroid Prime, and the uh, answer Metroid is Metroid Prime. No, they're two. <laughs> absolutely not. There is no there. There is no correct answer to that question because the question is loaded. Met- Super Metroid is a perfect game. Metroid Prime is also a perfect game, and they are completely two different genres. So, does Mario work best in two D? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Does Mario work best in three D? Absolutely, three hundred percent. Because Mario That's perfected. More Perfected, the, well, total whatever. Yes, I, 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 I didn't. I forgot that I had said two and three hundred percent. Anyway, no, but, but, but you know, Mario sixty four was the really the first successful three D platformer. I think I'm right by saying that. Uh, and then when you get to Mario Galaxy, like Mario Galaxy, completely perfected. 3D platforming better than than any game that had ever been done before and to say that Super Mario Brothers 3 probably one of the best games ever made ever is infinitely better than Galaxy you can't it's such an unfair question and it should not be answered that's what I say to that question <laughs> you know I think it I think Nintendo has kind of answered this question because like if you look at Zelda and Mario with Mario they clearly went back to 2D, you know, like they kept making 3D games, obviously, but, you know, when they did New Super Mario Brothers, which may be one of the highest selling titles, I'd have to look up the sales. Once they, once they did that formula, they just kept doing it, you know? I mean, we have a New Super Mario Brothers Wii U um, that they're talking about porting, but with Zelda, once the games went 3D, the only 2D Zelda game we had since then was A Link Between Worlds. Am I right in that? You also well, had I mean, there were Phantom other... Hourglass and Spirit yeah. Tracks. That's true. Um, that's true. The Oracle games those. even were after. The Oracle you know, games. Oh, that's true. That's true. And Link's Awakening. Oh, I think that was before. That was a remake. But yeah. no, but but even with Zelda, I mean, look, look, I wasn't on that Zelda cast, and and I've told, and I think I've told you this, Chris, many times, that though Breath of the Wild is my favorite favorite Zelda game, my favorite Zelda game before Breath of the Wild was absolutely A Link Between Worlds. I thought that was a absolute perfect video game. I loved it. It's the first Zelda game I started and finished, and went back right back around into it. So. The same thing with Mario. I mean, New Super Mario Brothers on the DS, incredible. A one wonderful, perfect, perfect game. But gosh, Super Mario Galaxy, that thing was an that thing was a a complete and utter masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Well, we're off to a contentious start. <laughs> uh, let's let's drift, by design by design. Let's drift into something that may actually be a little harder to answer. Um, I threw out the question, who's the best character not named Mario? And Mar- and the Mario series is not known for its storytelling um, versus kind of Nintendo's other bigger franchises. So this, this is kind of a hard question to tackle. Does anybody want to attempt to tackle it? And remember, you have to stick to his, his platforming adventures. You cannot bring Paper Mario into the equation. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't think it's that hard a question to answer. Cause I don't, I don't think you could have thrown in Mario as in this question. And he's still not the best character from that franchise. I think Luigi is pretty clearly the, you know, the people's choice for fan favorite. I think, I mean, you know, it's hard to say, it's hard to exclude all the secondary franchises because that's where a lot of the secondary characters get, that's where a lot of the characters in general get their personalities. But Luigi with his kind of like his, you know, second best runner up, fearful, cowardly shtick. I think has really become like a beloved icon in the series. I certainly care a lot more about Luigi than I do Mario. Um, There's a lot of great characters, you know, Bowser's also really great. There's a lot of people love, but Luigi, I think has got to be, you know, the, the fan favorite. I don't want to rain on your parade, but I have a feeling that your love of Luigi doesn't come from a Mario game. I feel like your love of Luigi comes from either Luigi's Mansion or Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. Whereas Luigi actually in the Mario games, what's an example of him being his actual character? Was his character developed in any Mar- any nobody, original Mario game? Nobody's character is developed in an, an original Mario game. None of them have personality. I can't I can't divorce myself. From the knowledge that Luigi's you know, personality is scared. Uh, well, yeah, yeah but but he's they got, got anxiety. Mario Odyssey, all those characters had lots of personality, including yeah, but, yeah. Mario and Peach and Bowser. There was a lot of cutscenes in that. But I, I'm asking, I'm asking not to be a jerk, but to I'm asking the yes. persona of Luigi that we know that that I'm, that doesn't come from any Mario game, correct? Right. I'm looking more at Luigi's Mansion and and you know even things in Mario Kart and Smash Brothers that do. Okay, so you got me there. I guess if I cannot, if I can only go from true canon Mario's, maybe I'll say Bowser is the best character. I uh, Luigi is my favorite character. Uh, me and me, so me and my twin brother, we would always, all, we'd always pick like separate things that we liked about franchises. Whatever he was always Mario, I was always Luigi. So that's kind of why we. He's my favorite character, but I don't think he's the best. I think I honestly think of Wario is the best um, in the only because like if you've ever played his track of games like before WarioWare. But those um, are technically Wario spinoffs. So Wario, La- <laughs> Wario Land is, is Super, Super Mario, Mario Land. Land. That's right. So so um, uh, I don't know, but I, I liked I like those games. And I think that he was a good, he's such a weird, weird dude. Um and he had plenty of personality before even Smash came around, so that would be my not my favorite character, but I think he's probably the, one of the best besides Mario. Great, and I love all those characters. I'm going to my favorite non Mario character uh, has always been uh, uh, Peach for a number of reasons. Um, uh, one of them is is in Mario Brothers Two. She's really the character that has a different thing you can float with her and it's just a very 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 unique uh way to play that game when you're playing uh peach uh also in the later games just (laughs) just (laughs) her complete oh oh me hmm?" just that that princessy thing just it makes me giggle uh, you know uh i'm a i'm a i'm a big fan of peach uh i want to throw in on this and and i want to say bowser jr which I I will come out and say I hated Bowser Jr. when they introduced him in Sunshine. You know, you had all the Koopalings. You didn't need another child. But they 
give him this weird like <laughs> is peach my mother i need to know i'm trying to impress <laughs> i'm trying to impress I my dad to believe he is, she is um <laughs> you know which just raises a lot of questions and it's it's so fun and i mean he's he's none of the characters are very it's not that they're not poorly written there's just not a lot of writing in most of the games um but even in limited writing he really stands out and i mean if you do include the spin-off games he has a ridiculous character arc which has always been fun to follow so i, I never played sunshine he bowser jr came from sunshine yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's the he's the he's the the watery mario Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Oh, uh, okay. Huh? Spoiler alert. I mean, I should have played the game when it came out, but yeah. Huh, weird. Uh, so this kind of takes us into our next question. The original Super Mario Brothers is, I-, I would argue, maybe the most influential video game of all time, but I'm sure there are counter arguments to that. Um, if I were to take the very first game off the table, is there another game in the series that is as or more influential and i i think i know what your answers will be but i want to see if anybody's going to say something different for me it's no doubt it's mario 3 um oh oh yeah mhm really oh yeah absolutely oh. uh why well i think that mario 3 is the best regular nintendo game ever made number 1 without a doubt actually yeah. I think Mario Brothers 3 was like the the end of an era. You know, it was the perfection of Mario uh back in the day. Yeah, it was it was just cuz the Mario Brothers 2 really wasn't a Mario game. It was a, you know, it was I can't remember that, you know, the Doki name Doki of the action. Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, exactly. Um so Mario Brothers 3 was like the sequel that we had really wanted the real official sequel it was part of the movie the wizard i don't know if you guys remember this like mario brothers 3 was one of the biggest games i can remember in my lifetime coming out such a huge thing i was uh when i played in the nintendo power fest and that game had just came out the line was around the corner to to play that new game uh that's as far as being influential super mario brothers 3 um, I'd have to go 64. Um, I think, you know, if the original Super Mario Brothers kind of set the tone for 2D Marios that later got, um, you know, heightened and perfected with Mario Brothers 3 and Mario World, I think 64 did the same thing for 3D platformers and really, you know, how you control things in a 3D environment, I, you know, that kind of led to, you know, what was done with Ocarina of Time and, you know, what was done with all the PlayStation um, stuff, too. I think a lot of that owed its, you know, because the PlayStation, even though it came out a year before 64, was still a little 2D-ish in the, the beginning. And I think it was really once Nintendo 64 arrived with what it was doing with um, Super Mario 64, I think that really kind of set the stage for how games would work from then on. Um, so I think there maybe isn't any game since 64 that has been as important as Super Mario 64. So, yeah, I would say without question, I would put that as the most influential after the original. Now, I, I read this question 
as what's the most influential. Like I meant I, to me, I guess was how I read. I, I agree with Mario sixty four. That was one of my that was one of my favorites, and it's on my list. But I guess I answer the question as if what's the most influential to me besides the first game, and I because I mainly grew up most without before getting NES. I grew up with the Game Boy games. Is I uh, the original Mario for the Game Boy Super Mario Land. Uh, or the Donkey Kong game. I, ca- I count the Donkey Kong game as, as a Mario game because it is like your Mario uh, running around. It's kind of like a, 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 a evolution of the NES game. But for me, that Mar- it's not like the Mario Land game is, is, is Super Mario Land and Super Mario Land 2. Both way, like they're both Mario games in their own right, but they're very different from like any of the NES games from like any of the other stuff they did and had some different ideas. So to me, that's all I got to play all that. Cause I didn't have availability to the other ones, but outside of Mario 64, I would say for me, Mario, the super Mario lane. I'd like to point series. out, I'd like to point out to the listening audience that whenever Dan mentions a game boy game, he holds it up for all of us to yep. see. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, so we get it, Dan, <laughs> we've still got your collection. We get I it. I do. I have a whole thing full of them. <laughs> um, that is interesting. Uh, yeah, I didn't really, give you reference to whether influence to yourself or to gaming as a whole. So all those answers are great. And Dan, you totally make me realize we probably should do uh, a handheld retrospective on Mario just because there's so much content there. This was not a question that I gave all of you, but I want you to answer it. Um, Since you've brought up Mario 64 a couple of times, how important was it that Mario have a voice was that important? And if so, do you like Charles Martinet, the voice of oh, Mario? Oh, absolutely. His voice is Mario. is is okie dokie, number one. Uh, I, I think, almost went Jar Jar Binks with that one. <laughs> uh, I think that's so, that's so much, um, in my mind, an inextricable part of his identity now. You go back and you watch, you know, the 80s cartoon or the, God, the movie with uh, Bob Hoskins has uh mario and it's just that kind of gruff brooklyn accent is just not how mario exists in my mind anymore um that kind of high-pitched um adventurous bouncy uh voice um you know the you know i i i figure mario games are going to continue um through my lifetime but eventually charles martinet is going to die uh and that's going to be a sad sad day because um that voice is everything these uh, 3D animated movies, these DreamWorks movies that are coming out, they better get Charles Martinet to play it because I don't want, like, Ryan Reynolds playing Mario. Um, so I think that voice and, you know, his voice as Luigi, which is just ever so slightly lower, and his voice as Wario, which is just ever so slightly gravelier, um, is dynamite, uh, and I, I want him to play Mario forever. You know, that was a good point because they, they came out with those cartoons like the Super Mario Super Show before mm-hmm. 64. So, like, you're right. He had this kind of voice that was... Right. Uh, He's from Brooklyn. He's a plumber. He's blue collar. Oh, cow. hey. Huh, give me those toadstools or whatever. Yeah. yeah it was... Ah, uh, Luigi! Come on! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think I think Charles Martin is, is, does a great job. I, I'm assuming... At this point, they have banked all of the Mario sounds that they'll ever need from him. Yeah. So it's just a lot of wahoo, okie dokie. Like it's, he says uh, two things. I think Mario Run has a little in the the phone game has a little more. Uh, I think he says more stuff in that, but I don't remember. Um, yeah, no, I think I I don't know that I was like dying for him to need a voice in the games. I thought that it was cool 
Because it was, yeah, it was 64 is when they introduced like those sounds and the, the face in the beginning that you can right. mess around with. Um, I, I thought, yeah, I, I did not need that, but it was a welcome I th- uh, change. I didn't know I needed it until I had it. And then I was like, this is what I've been missing. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's perfect. Mario's my favorite Smash character. I can't imagine him without the voice now. Um, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this on the Zelda cast. Uh, and I forget where we landed with Link having a voice, but like I think Martin Excuse me. Yeah, right. Excuse me. Like I think I think Martinet's voice is really tied to the character. But we've we don't really hear Mario talk. Like he has reactions. So I'd be curious if if there is an animated show and they do Mart they let Martinet voice him, like how will this voice sound throughout full conversations you know like that might be a little rough like it might it it might be much or oh no you know he's like doing a monologue about his backstory and he's just like oh what about i was growing up as a young boy like that would get tiring immediately i got tired just uh starting that sentence so it's like they gave they gave scooby-doo like full sentences in the recent movie or whatever and it's just like weird just give you like short bursts you don't Mm -hmm. I hope that the Mario movie doesn't have him speaking like paragraphs because I, I, I can't I can't see it. This is kind of a downer of a question, but I kind of want to hear it. Uh, which game in the series disappointed you the most and why? I guess I would say, I mean, it's hard. None of them have been, you know disappointments right yeah yeah um really i had through the roof expectations when i first heard about new super mario brothers wii um the idea of being able to play at the same you know it had been my dream forever to be able to play mario but with i always wanted to be we could both be going through the level at the same time and that seemed so cool and i was so excited about it when we got it and it doesn't work very well um, and the game itself isn't great. Um, the new Super Mario Brother games in general for me don't do much for me. Um, I kind of I find the art style a little bland. I find the level design for the most part a little bland. Um, and it's just hard to get. You know, you're just you're always interfering with each other, and I know that's half the point. Um, but I just it was not nearly as fun as I wanted it to be. So if I have to pick one, is disappointing. I wasn't all that disappointed. Uh, but if I have to pick one, I'd, I'd go with New Super Mario Brothers Wii. For me, it's the only Mario I didn't finish, and that was Sunshine. And apparently, uh, apparently, it is a great game. But I, is, yeah. I, I played Sunshine in college, and Chris, I think you were there when I was playing through it. Um, and I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I don't know what. It's hard for me to really put my finger on what I really didn't like about Sunshine. And, and why I didn't like it, because it has a lot of the same tropes that they used in Galaxy, uh, and even in 64, uh, uh, but I don't know, there was something about that that I didn't really like. I, it, I go, go ahead. I was just gonna say, it was really story heavy. It was like, he goes, he's falsely accused of crimes, he's in prison, there's a trial. Like, it was really, it got away from itself a little bit, like, Oh, like people, Mario did talk a lot in that. Peach had whole paragraphs of dialogue. Like it was, it lost itself a little bit. I think. Yeah, maybe it was that. I think it was like the gimmick of you, you, all this stuff is dirty and you did it and now you have to go clean it up. Yeah. And it was kind of like, uh, what? <laughs> so I guess, I guess just the main gimmick of the game, I didn't enjoy and so no matter how great the platforming was, I was just not sold on the gimmick. That's probably what happened. 
I yeah I you know at some point I'd like to play. I, there's always rumor of them making a new version of that game for Switch, especially this year in the thirtieth or thirty fifth anniversary. Uh, I would pick it up. I have that's one of the games I've never really played. I, I feel like every Mario game I've played, I've had there's been something about it that I have like really enjoyed. New, the original Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers for the DS is a great game. Um, uh, the Wii one I can see is like a little disappointing, but I, I think I've never been impressed or really cared much for the Doctor Mario series. I, I don't is that is that not are we not counting that Chris? Is it, yeah, no Doctor Mario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'd I'd also have to say the the, the Wii the Wii uh, New Super Mario Brothers. I I forgot about that one, but because the the Wii U version of that game does have its moments mm-hmm. where there's some really cool levels in there. The Van um, Gogh level is really cool. Yeah, yeah, and the world of it is is cool. But yeah, I could say that um, the Wii version probably was a little bit of a disappointment. How, how about Mario is missing? Can we count Mario <laughs> is missing? <laughs> I I'm I'm with you. Um, Christian, the new Super Mario Brothers games are really hit or miss for me. I think it's mm. something about the art style. I really yeah, do. I don't like it. Um, I bought New Super Mario Brothers two for the 3DS, the one that was all about collecting coins, like just tons of coins. Like it had a ton of coins in it, and it's okay. You know, it, you know, even bad Mario games are still are generally still pretty good. Uh, so it was kind of like. I knew what I was getting, you know, it was pop, it was, it was popcorn. It was, um, you know, I'm going to enjoy eating it, but it's not going to fill me up. It's not nutritious, <laughs> you right. know? Um, I agree yeah. with you on that, Chris. That second one was just a, a decent Mario game, but the first, the first new Super Mario Brothers, especially when you got it with the DS Lite was, that was a game changer for mobile games. Yeah. Um, the graphics on the DS Lite, being able to see that Mario game, it was amazing, and but it, I also didn't love the second one. That. that was also that was their experiment. That was I, you know, that was Nintendo going, "Hey, let's see if this gameplay really still people still want this." And they did. People totally wanted it. What's the best power up in the series? What is it? Best as in favorite, or best as in most effective? I love both of those qualifiers. <laughs> so answer both if you want to. <laughs> Got it. Okay, for me, the the most effective bar none is the P wing because it's cheating. Uh, uh, you have the P wing, you just fly over the level and you win. Uh, my favorite power up is the Hammer Brothers suit. Uh, it's y- there's only a few games that have the Hammer Brothers suit, but oh god, love the Hammer Brothers suit. Okay, um, so I'm a big fan of the cat suit from Super Mario 3D World. Uh, I thought that was tons of fun. I loved climbing over things. I loved everything that went on in that. Uh, also really liked the Metal Mario um, costume from 64, as well as the winged cap that kind of let you fly around and do a mini pilot wings thing. Um, so I, I liked all those, you know, maybe the ordinary ones like the Tanuki suit and the mushroom ones always just felt a little like too classic for me. So I like when they do something weird like a bee suit or a spring suit, something weird like that. Uh, my favorite, my favorite power up, and I think of the best one. They don't use enough is the Mega Mushroom. That's my. I love that. I love the idea when they introduced that. I think it was the for the DS Super Mario Brothers game. I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah they just new Super Mario Brothers just destroy everything. I love just seeing him run through and terrorize all of the uh the thing. And they brought it back. I think and they brought it back a couple times. But 3D World, I think for the Wii U, they had a it had a, had its moment there too, which I thought was really cool. Just Plowing over everything. 
I um I my I used to agree with you, Scott. Like uh, the Hammer Brothers suit used to be my favorite. It's really rare, and it kills ghosts, which makes no sense. But Whoa, it's really? so powerful, yeah. it kills ghosts. <laughs> um, yeah, it kills ghosts. It's because uh, it's a Hammer Brothers suit. It's a Hammer Brothers suit. It kills the thwomps. Like it's so amazing. Um, but then I played. I know and this may technically not count as a power up, but Mario's hat in Odyssey. Oh yeah, such, incredible. Yeah, incredible. A, yeah, such a neat. <laughs> Like that's taking Kirby DNA and putting it in Mario and it just totally works. And it turns anything into a power up and it's so cool. And yeah, that the hat delightfully surprised me many times in Mario Odyssey. Oh, what a great game. I know, Gosh. right? I know. They, 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 there's, I mean, no matter what I think about the second DS Mario and what I think about, you know, the six golden coins, I swear, man, they 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 always hit home runs with Mario games. I think about Mario Galaxy. I think about Mario Galaxy Two, which is just as good. And then with the Switch, Odyssey was just incredible. And I was wondering, like, how are they going to top Goddess like a, a Galaxy? How are they going to make this different? Like, how are they going to do? And they did, and very simply, and it was incredible. I'm sure we'll talk about Odyssey. Yeah, sorry, in a, in a little bit. Yeah. But no, those oh. are those are all great points. Which level? is the best and or the hardest because <laughs> Mario has got some hard levels. So my favorite level, and it's always been my favorite level, and it's the level that I would just wait, couldn't wait to get to when I played it, uh, was the the very first giant level uh, in Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, the very first level that had the giant Goombas and the giant paratroopers and the giant question blocks and you uh, and you get the tiny little power up out of the I just oh man I, I have such fond fond memories of that game and when I replayed it on the you know on the Game Boy because they re-released it on the Game Boy uh, had the same effect on me. Uh, Ah, there are so many levels that are just impossible. The challenge levels on the lost levels, uh, the you know the, la- the, the 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 last two levels of Mario Three are really hard. Uh, but the one that really sticks out to me in my brain as being so so difficult was I think it uh, it was World Seven in Mario Three, and I think it was Seven Seven Seven. Or seven. Uh, when I describe the level, you guys will know exactly what I'm talking the pi- about. The pipe land, the world yes. of pipes. Oh my gosh, where it's just all of the evil pipes everywhere. Yeah, seven seven. Uh, all of the evil pipe piranha. The bla- what are the black piranhas called? Uh, uh, the ones you can't kill. Uh, the little, are they little ones in the bottom of the. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know. Darn. They're probably so called something really cute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes, uh, and it's just piranha plants everywhere. I think they're just piranha plants, but just ones that you can't kill. Uh, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere, and you can't kill them, and you got to cross them either with the Yoshi or a star. Or uh, uh, I remember being very, very young and getting stuck on that level for probably a month. They're called munchers. Uh, oh, look at you. <laughs> He's not holding up a muncher, just so the listening audience knows. He's not holding up anything. <laughs> but have you guys played Lost Levels? They're, they're, oh, my God. All the way through Lost Levels? I, I like, am not all the way through, no. Barely played they, it, yeah. They're, they, are, they, are, they are ridiculous. They are just 
they're so ridiculous. They're so hard. Um, yeah, but they're not as popular and not as I didn't play them as much as I played a lot of the other harder. It's levels. on Switch Online, right? We can they have that game on there? I think. If anybody has, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's on Switch Online. Yeah. Uh, Dan, Christian, uh, what about you two? What what level is a best slash hardest? I don't really have a specific uh, level in mind. But uh, the best, I thought they're really, you know, I don't know. There's so many levels. It's hard to, for me to, I'm probably going to remember one later. It's like, oh, that was great. But I really love the artistic stuff with the design of the Van Gogh level and, and Mario, uh, Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers Wii U or whatever it was. Um, Painted Swampland. Yeah. I yeah. I thought that was a really cool. I wish they would have done more stuff like that. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so that was kind of like, what I thought was pretty cool. I don't know if it's the best, but, and for the hardest for me, don't have a specific one too, but any of those time, and they use these in future games, but any of those in the Mario 3d world game, any of those time jump, red, blue yes, things. Yes. It might've been in galaxy. To the music. Too. Yeah. I think, they, I can't remember where it started. I think it was in 3d world and that those things are, that was difficult the first time trying to trying to figure it out but like you know i got the hang of it but like it, was, it still was pretty uh, pretty tough it's some of those bonus levels that you have to play and uh after you beat the game in uh, 3d world it's a it, they get you on those oh man those bonus levels super mario world bonus levels are ridiculous too gnarly uh, and radical uh, and radical and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> cowabunga uh <laughs> Um, but, um, so yeah. Okay. So for me, hardest, I mean, I'm excising a lot of the ones from the original NES because I haven't beaten any of the NES Mario games, uh, just cause I'm not very good at 2d platforming. Um, so I find a lot of those pretty challenging, but beyond that, um, one thing I found particularly tricky was there are some challenge levels in Super Mario Sunshine where they take away the flood backpack. And once you've started to rely on that so much throughout the game, for it to suddenly be gone is incredibly difficult. Um, Because you forget just how much you're counting on that to get your jumps a little further and to get you a little higher and to suddenly not have that and have to go back to the bare bones kind of Mario um, gameplay was really tricky. So I would say that was the one I found the most challenging. My favorite is so hard. Um, just in general, I'm going to say the Metro Kingdom from Super Mario Odyssey that incorporates that kind of uh, throwback, uh, you know, like fireworks 2D thing that they were doing oh, yeah. uh, in that party scene. Um, and there's just so many cool things in that level. Um, I just enjoyed it so much. I think it was what everybody's, I think it was a lot of people's favorite part of Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I just enjoyed being there so much. So in general, I'm going to say that's my favorite level. But also shout out to uh, Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy in Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. I have a couple of answers to this question that some of you may relate to. Uh, I think when Nintendo is like at their most Machiavellian, like all their World 8 stuff is crazy hard <laughs> you know um the original world eight of mario brothers wario's castle in super mario land 2 yeah, is really yeah. fantastic it's a great final level um i for me personally i love all of the special worlds in super mario world you know those eight just kind of specialized challenges are really fantastic um 
I will say, however, uh, I watched a YouTube video for this answer, and there is a special world. It's the final special world of Super Mario Galaxy 2. Um, I've never played it because I can't get to it, but I watched a YouTube playthrough of it, and it is crazy. Uh, I forget the name of the world, but it's the final special world of Galaxy 2. Um, do yourself a favor and go check it out. But that world looks so crazy hard. And I feel like I need to surrender my Mario card since I've never gotten to it. You know? <laughs> I can't even get to it. Like, But the final world looks so wonderfully awful. <laughs> which world, which themed world uh, really has stood out to you? Uh, in the Mario games. And the, and it could be like a world, you know, like the pipe world or something like that. Or it could be an individual, like, aesthetic world. Like, we've mentioned the Van Gogh world. Um, what what has really jumped out to you as just a cool world? Uh, yeah, so I would say, I mean, I mentioned Metro Kingdom, and there were a lot of other cool examples of that in the Odyssey games. Um, I really liked... Uh, um, the uh, Mushroom Kingdom from that game was really cool. It was cool to just like be in your hometown, it felt like. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm a big fan of like bob -omb Battlefield and Cool Cool Mountain from Mario 64. But ultimately, I'm going to say one place I really liked and for all the kind of knocks that Sunshine sometimes gets, I think uh, Isle Delfina is a really cool place to spend time. Um, I love that overworld. I love that just kind of island, tropical, vacation-y aesthetic. Um, so I really liked that part of it a lot. So I really, yeah, a lot of plus to Isle Delfina. I love that it, it's appeared as a smash stage. Um, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I would say, like, there's a few that pop in my mind. Like, early on, those, those big levels in Super Mario 3 were kind of, like, some of my favorites. Um, and then uh, more recently, New Donk City in 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 odyssey is really a, a just run around and go you know crazy with any of that stuff so i think those are two my besides the van gogh I, one i really like but those are the two ones that really stood out to me as far as like the theme or aesthetic um so i'm a big fan well gosh I, mario 3 kind of really started all of the all of the worlds having a very specific theme uh and oh just all of them are so incredible uh Obviously, the giant world was one of my favorites. Uh, also, love the water world. I love getting the frog suit and just easily finishing all the water world, uh, water worlds, in world uh, three. Uh, the pipe world and the sky world, super cool. Uh, um, gosh, the, I think that thematically, the entire theme of Galaxy, the entire way that they. It's like, yes, it was like a game mechanic, but it was also like the theme of the game is Mario Galaxy. You're dealing with planets and you're dealing with gravity and all the planets have gravity and you walk around them. And even if you're dealing with a very, very, very small planet, it has its own source of gravity. And so thematically, I just really felt like I was, you know, in the universe jumping from like planet to planet. Uh, and I thought, I thought, I, I just can't say enough good stuff God. about Mario Galaxy. God. Uh, yeah, Mario Galaxy. Oh my God. Uh, I want to give two answers to this, if I may. Um, my old school answer is the Forest of Illusion from Super Mario World. Mm -hmm. There's something, there's something about it that smacks a little bit of the Lost Woods. 
It's great. Which I totally dig. Uh, and, it, it, you know, it came first. So if anything, Lost World or the Lost Woods kind of stole from it. Um, but it's just such a different part of Mario world. And, and there's multiple exits and it's, you know, you're not really sure how to get through it. It's, it's a cool one. Um, but I kind of want to give props to Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U. Um, cause you get to the, what you think is the final world, which is Bowser's world. And it's this kind of, you know, it's a volcanic world of course. And there's this castle and it's huge and da, 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 da. And you go through and spoiler alert, you beat him. Um, and then there's a pipe that you take that takes you far, far up into the sky. And then you get to an amusement park that is just built around Bowser's, um, <laughs> persona and it's it's just this crazy huge amusement park with like bowser statues and spotlights and all this crazy music playing and it's like it, it was at that point in 3d world that i was like i think bowser's a little insane like i think <laughs> he's i think he's turning into the joker <laughs> it was at that point none of his so behavior good. in the previous 30 years <laughs> Right, right. No, in his previous 30 years, he was just murder dragon, you know, but now he's like, now he has a fortune to build an amusement. I don't know. It was just, it really, it smacked me a certain way, but it was hilarious. I loved it. Oh, and I, the the ghost ship in Mario World was so cool. I loved how like the ghost ship was kind of like sitting there and you could see it and like see that you were coming up to it and you're like, what is that? What is that ship in the water? And then you get there and it's like, it's a ghost ship. Oh man, I love it. Well, and like within the lore of Mario World, that's the airship that the Koopalings crashed there, you know, to get to Dinosaur Island. And it's like, oh, it's one of their airships. Oh, my God. You know, I remember that. Continuity. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) I know it barely exists. Some continuity. Which song in the series is the best? And I don't I don't know if Mario is known as well known as his for his music as Zelda is. There's no Mario. Well, actually, you well, know what? There's I'm, the I'm, iconic Mario theme. Of so, course, yeah. Yeah. of course. Um, but he has not gotten a concert like the Symphony of the Goddess tour. Um, not yet. But no, right? Not yet. But there are a lot of Mario. There's a lot of Mario music that has been featured in concerts. So, is there one song in particular that jumps out to you? So- yeah, I'm going to give two answers. My all-time favorite is I'm very attached to the Super Mario World theme. Yes. Um, I just think that's a really good... I think I think the original uh, Super Mario Brothers theme gets a little bit more play, but uh, I really like the Super Mario World theme, Overworld. Um, so big fan of that. That'll always be my true favorite. But I really loved, and I think this is from that level you were talking about, Chris, in Super Mario 3D World, um, it's the music is from Bow, um, World Bowser in Super Mario 3D World, which is this jazzy yes. um, number with yeah, it's in kind of like a casino looking oh, yeah. environment. It's that song is really cool. I actually just looked it up because I wasn't sure what it was called and was listening to it while you guys were talking, uh, and it's uh, wonderful, wonderful. So big fan of that. Well, uh, other than Jump Up Superstar. Uh, which oh, <laughs> oh of course oh of course no, what a fun song that fun is song. Uh, one thing that comes to mind from the 64 game was the slider race theme and I don't know if <laughs> they used it in Odyssey as well dun, 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 yeah 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 yeah
Yeah, that really sticks out to me. I always remember that. And then uh, I would say, yeah, Mar- I'm, I also agree with the Mario World theme. Um, but uh, yeah, that 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 slider race theme is one of my favorites. That Mario World theme is so good that there's like three different versions of it in Super Mario World that you hear all the time, and they're all great. Like, they're great. Like, it slows down for the underwater, you know, bit. When you're in a cave, it's the, you know, it's it's just such a, it's such a good track. Good job, Koji Koji Kondo. <laughs> Koji Kondo. He's awesome. Uh, so I'd like to do a little shout out to uh, Super Mario Brothers Three World 3's music because we all know what that music turned into, right? The Water World. Uh, remind uh-huh. us. <laughs> because it starts. It starts. Um, oh gosh! Now I had it in my brain, and then my child was listening to Baby Shark, and now the melody has just left me. Um, it's gonna come back. Um, oh yeah! It goes like this. bum. And when you slow it down, it becomes Which is the Zelda lullaby. So he repurposed the World 3 Mario Brothers overworld music, and that turns into one of the most iconic uh, Zelda themes that there is. Uh, and aside from that, which is really cool, I really, really like the Super Mario Brothers 2 overworld theme. Uh, oh. That one always sticks in my head, and I, I don't know why, because it's not like it was one of my favorite games, but whenever I get a um, whenever I get a Mario tune stuck in my head, it is always that one. Always that. The Now it's stuck in your head. Yeah, that bass line is wicked. It's, it's great. Um, it's so awesome. I want to give a shout-out to Mario 64. Um, the Dire Dire Docks level introduces this water uh, musical theme that has popped up in a lot of Mario's concerts. It's, it's this kind of slower theme. Um, and as you... You know, it's really simple when you're on land, but when you jump into the water, it starts adding layers to the music, and then the further down you get into the level, it, it layers even more on. It's it's a little bit similar to... It kind of has the same feels as the ambi- aquatic ambience from Donkey Kong Country. Uh, it's just a great water theme, you know? It's, it's, it's really good. I'm going to probably splice it in, like, right here. I was just sitting here today thinking like, oh man, what? there's so much good music in Mario. And I've noticed as Mario has evolved, uh, Koji Kondo has taken the series more into a jazz route, which is totally okay. Like that works perfectly. I like it. I love it. It's a great contrast to Zelda or Metroid. Like it totally works. And I mean, like what you said, Dan, like it, 
you know, jump up superstar is like yeah. the epitome of of that style, and it works. Uh, and I know I've said this on podcasts before, but if you ever have a chance, seek out the Mario and Zelda Big Band Live uh, CD. Um, it's a CD they put out back in the 2000s, I think, early 2000s. It's it's Mario and Zelda music, and it's done by a big band jazz orchestra, and it's so good. I'd like to open it up to the spin-offs because Mario has obviously stepped into other franchises and generally succeeds all the time. Um, so what of the Mario spin-offs, you know, things that are not platformers, uh, do you think like really surprised you are, are Mario at his best? You know, is it when he's in an RPG? Is it when he's driving a cart? You know, what, 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 other series would you like to give props to for Mario? When he's throwing down smash attacks in Super Smash Brothers. Like, yeah. dude, Mario is so at home in that game. He's so at home with all the other characters. I mean, he's obviously one of the originals, has been in every game, has been a super strong character in, in every game. But just him going up against Samus, him going up against Fox... It just makes sense. It feels right. It never feels weird, you know, that Mario and all of his move sets, you know, the fireball, the, the the jump uppercut, you know, the uh the 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 way that he jumps, the woo woohoo. Like it's just it's it's perfection. It's a perfectly ported uh thing uh going from, you know, platforming to Smash Brothers. I uh, have typically not really been in, into like RPGs. I, I I played Pokemon for a little bit, um, and that's kind of what got me into some like more traditional RPGs. And so I somehow acquired I don't know. I actually played it on the on the Wii for the first time, but uh, I played uh, Paper Mario, and uh, I was really I, I was really happy with how that game was and how like just the different aspects of the kind of. Uh, RPG elements, and then like there was some like humor in it, and uh, the art style was pretty cool. So I I had always kind of like like oh that's not real Mario I'm not gonna bother you know playing with that. But after I can't remember when I gave it a chance, but I remember when I played it. Uh, that was kind of like I'd love to get a shout out to that because Paper Mario was a really cool game. That uh, that in that series I, I think has gone had its ups and downs, but overall they've had their own style, which is pretty cool. It's so good. I I did not get into the Paper Mario series when it came out. And I finally like backtracked and played the 64 game. And oh my God, it yeah, is that's, every that's bit as good as yeah, everybody yeah. says. Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I've also not really been able to, I've tried, I think I tried playing Thousand Year Door, didn't really get into it. Um, yeah, so it's, I, I, I keep wanting to, and maybe I'll try again with the Origami Prince or King or whatever it's called. But um uh, what I do like, and obviously, I mean, obviously spinoffs like Mario Kart or Mario Party sort of speak for themselves. Uh, also a big Mario tennis fan, but I want to talk about, uh, Mario and Rabbids. Oh yes. yeah. Thank Which you. Thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you. So good. I wanted to hate it so much. I don't do not like the Rabbids. I did not want them anywhere near Mario. I hate the fact that you're forced to play as two Rabbids. 
Uh, like they don't let you. Ju- I when I got it, I was like, oh, it's fine. I'm just gonna choose Mario characters. Yeah. They're like, no, yeah. you have to do two rabbits at least. Um, but I love that game. The, the kind of the strategy, you know, tactical RPG elements uh, work so well in that game. And there's every reason why the tone or the you know the fact that you're shooting guns, all of it shouldn't have worked, but it worked so well. That's one of the games I played the most on the Switch. I just loved it so much. It shouldn't work like like when when it was you know when that when the artwork was was teased was accidentally leaked and people were like Mario's holding a gun and he's shooting rabbits. This is stupid. This is there's no and it's Ubisoft. There's no way this is gonna work. Like it's gonna be bug ridden. It's gonna have a ton of problems. And it's a tactical shooter. And it totally yeah. Works. I remember when it leaked. It's yeah, so I good. Was like, Ugh. But like yeah, it's a great game. And the it be it quickly became one of my favorite Switch games. And the Donkey Kong like. DLC is great too. Yeah, I've been meaning to play that, and I haven't gotten oh, to it. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. fantastic. Yeah, I have not played Mario Rabbits. I, I, I've had a couple people tell me that it's great, um, but I it's have not. It's really it. good. Um, I hope they do a sequel to that game because yeah. they really knocked it out of the park with that with that game. Great. Um, we also we can't talk about. We also I uh, uh we have to talk about Mario Kart. Because I feel like that—that that is definitely a thing where it was a smashing success with all the different Mario Karts. Because every one of every single Mario Kart game has been absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, more people have probably encountered the character of Mario in Mario Kart than they have in Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. Definitely, it, it is the only spin-off game that sells better than Mario games. <laughs> Yeah, does it? Does yeah, it sell better? It consistently, almost every uh, every uh, console, the Mario Kart game sells higher than the almost. Anything yeah, else. I think the deluxe game for the Switch is what was. Is, is it the most sell, sold game on Switch or the best sold uh, Mario? Maybe the best sold yes. Mario Kart series. I think it is the the best selling game on the Switch is I believe Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. What's your all? What all? Which which Mario Kart game is your favorite, guys? Sixty four. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of playing battle and I think battle, they haven't gotten right since 64. So I'm a big fan of 64. Uh, You know, I agree. The battle is great. I think they did a good job with it in double dash. Um, but I, I love, I love deluxe, but like the battle system, even when they added it in for the switch, it's not as good as 64. I don't think. Gosh, I even go even further back. I barely like 64's battle system. I feel like the battle system hasn't been good since the original Mario Kart. Uh, Super, Super uh, Nintendo? The orig- yeah, the original Mario Kart, we played that battle system, I mean, more than we played the game. We just always did that battle system. And then we played it a little bit on a, uh, on a, a 64, and I don't know why. And, and I always try to like think, why was it so good? And why is it not as good now? Is there just too much going on? Um, anyway, uh, my favorite Mario game, Mario Kart game is the latest one, Mario Kart Deluxe. The, the, what they do with mainly because you get, they added so many old tracks that they redid in the beautiful HD graphics. Yeah. And they, they added in the, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the courses that, that you know, go upside down with the gravity and all that stuff. Um, but every gosh, every one of those games are so good. <laughs> every single one of them. Every DS. Every every mobile version. It's just you know, just freaking Mario Kart's amazing. Have you guys played Tour, like the the phone game? 
Mario Kart Tour. No, is it is it good? I haven't played a lot of it. I I, I think I downloaded it when it first came out, and uh, I remember liking it. I thought it like it looked good, and the the controls were pretty easy. Um, and then I, I kind of dropped off because I know that they were like. You had a there's like a certain amount you can play. It was very phone game gimmicky, where like you could play a certain amount of courses a day or something, and then um, you'd have to wait or something, or you could pay a certain amount or whatever, or you could pay like five bucks a month and have the Mario Kart pass or whatever, and then you can like play all these levels. It was a very different thing. I I would like to play more of it because I feel like looking into that game because they're doing a lot of crazy different stuff with that. I imagine that looking into that might be a kind of a glimpse at the next game, like maybe like what they're going to be doing, you know, for uh, yeah. the next console game. Well, we are, <laughs> we are at the, we're over the hour mark. Um, and I'm going to take us into questions that you did not know about. We've talked a lot about Mario, obviously. Um, I don't know if this is still true, but during the 80s and 90s, more kids were able to identify Mario than they could Mickey Mouse. Uh, and when major CEOs of competitive gaming companies were asked, you know, what mascot or franchise would you like to own if you could, you know, 90% of the time they said, oh, Mario, Mario, would love to own Mario. So my question to all of you is, what is it about both Mario games and Mario as a mascot that works so well like what do you think it is yeah that's an interesting question because I, I don't nothing about mario as a mascot especially as he was originally conceived in the 80s uh makes sense for why he's so successful this is a middle-aged pudgy mustachioed man in overalls like uh like he's not you know sonic the hedgehog that makes sense it, it, you get why kids would like sonic uh, he's designed to get kids to like him. Mario, it was just an organic, you know, he was designed the way he was because it was easier to do the pixels of a mustache than a mouth and, you know, little things like that. He was modeled after, I think, the superintendent of a building yeah. that they were working in. Yep. Like, all these kind of oddities came together that shouldn't have worked, but because the games were so good, they did. Um, and so I think it's Mario, it's all about the games. The games were that good that it really didn't matter who he was. You could have put anybody as that mascot and we would love him just as much as we love Mario. Um, so I think it is, it's everything to do with those games just being perfect and coming at exactly the right time to kind of, um, re you know, redeem video games, which had kind of gone into a dark period before Nintendo, um, after the whole like Atari disaster. Um, so I think that's all it is. I think it has nothing to do with Mario. You know, he, he doesn't have to be Italian. He doesn't have to be a plumber. He doesn't have to have a mustache. He doesn't need to wear overalls. It's just, uh, it just worked because the games were that good. So you think Nintendo could have put somebody else in that place Absolutely. and it, it would still have worked? I think so. There's no reason in the world that kids would glob on to a fat little Italian man. I, I think it definitely started with the games. I think that you, like... And I guess, yeah, if it's something that popular, they had to kind of do it. They could have done anything. And it would have been, you know, the, the, like, great. Like, But the art style and design go after that, or even, like, in the – if I don't really have, like, the manuals for those games. But, like, you know, they had a pretty specific look, like, old-time, um, you know, how 80s and 90s Mario, cartoon Mario kind of looked. 
So and for me, as a, I mean, I was only, I was born in 87. So, you know, when I was of age to like notice and like, re- you know, recognize that character, he was very friendly and very inviting and, and is at least on paper. And then like the gameplay, uh, you know, that definitely sucked me into it as well. So I definitely agree with what Christian's saying too. I don't think that it was that it's just like, oh, you put any character and give them that great gameplay and it's going to be as successful as Mario. Um, I, I, I get that because the original Mario Brothers was, you know, at its time, the 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 game that just transcended everything. It was the it was the first thing that that made home consoles important. It literally single handedly destroyed, you know, penny arcades Um but I think what gave it lasting power is once once they had, you know, an image for this character, he is so friendly, inviting, and fun, and he's, he's, you, you can't be upset by Mario, you know, and then at the same time, once you get older, it's not like, oh, Mario's lame and stupid, and it's not because of how challenging and how hard the game is, actually, so I think it's just something that's just everybody it's just for it's just for everybody there's just no one who wouldn't love that i don't think sonic like you talk about sonic like why was mario better than sonic mario was much more recognizable than sonic without a doubt so who's cooler i don't know sonic's kind of cool as heck but mario's the man he just he just is it's it's there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with mario he's just you know, the, the most perfect mascot you could ever have for a franchise. It's weird. He, he took off his, the really only contemporary for Mario is Pac-Man and Mario took off in a way that Pac-Man couldn't. Um, and it's strange. Like Christian, do you think uh, my follow-up question was going to be like, you know, you mentioned you could probably put anyone in the original Mario brothers and it would still be really fantastic. But nowadays, you know, Mario is the rock. Like, you put him in a franchise or a thing, and it's going to sell. But it's not Not only is it going to sell, like, it's, you know it's going to be a certain level of quality. That is, unless you know? it's with Sonic and it's the Olympic Games. <laughs> I'm sure they Don't still sell. sell. They'll sell really well. Do they? Do they do good? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, they do well. And I think they're generally well-reviewed. Yeah, they're not, they're not amazing, but they're fine. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. You know. The only exception is like the weird CDI games or Mario teaches typing or something, you know. Um, I have no idea what my follow-up question was, Christian. I lost it. So okay. <laughs> um, here's kind of my final question for all of you, and it's a two-parter. So this is the 35th anniversary for Mario, and there was rumors of porting a bunch of his games to the Switch. Um, so my, I guess my question to all of you is two parts. Uh, one, how do you want, like, what do you hope Nintendo does to, to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary? And what is the future of Mario now that Odyssey has come out? You know, like, what do you, what do you want them to do in the next game? Odyssey obviously was such a groundbreaking, um, just kind of reinvention of the, series where would you like to see them go um i think honestly was really a step in the direction that i've been wanting them to go uh i it's honestly i have been a little disappointed in mario games the last 
10 years or so because of how much they have gotten, they had gotten away from the 3d worlds. Um, they just seemed to totally abandon that to return to 2d, which was fine, but I missed, you know, the, you know, super Mario 64 was such a huge step forward. And, and then I felt like they didn't love the direction they went with sunshine. And so then they walked it back and galaxy was a little less open world than sunshine and 64 were. And then, you know, you kind of lost it entirely. So I loved that they went back with it with Odyssey and that it was such a rousing success. So I'd like to see a lot more games like that. At this point, we have all the 2D games we're ever, ever going to need, in my opinion. And with Mario Maker, um, the entire world will keep making levels over and over and over again for 2D games. So I would love to see them embrace the direction they're going with Odyssey. Um, more open world, you know, more inventiveness. They're doing a uh, Breath of the Wild 2. I would love to see an Odyssey 2. Um, so I want to see that. And the other thing I've always wanted is I want them to make a Mario and Zelda mashup where you play a Zelda game uh, with Mario. Like Mario is in that world and he's got his powers, but he has to go through the kind of challenges that Link has to go through. And then vice versa. Link has to traverse like a regular Mario level but like he can't jump and he's got a hook shot and like stuff like that. So I also want them to make a game like that. Well, I, um, so I, there's like, first of all, there's, you can kind of do that in Mario maker two, uh, in the most recent update, you can be link and like go through, uh, a side scrolling kind of, uh, world or whatever. But, um, I think that, I think that they're just kind of like kind of like they're doing with Zelda. I think they should do with Mario where they had Odyssey, where Zelda had um, Breath of the Wild. They put out a smaller game, uh, which is more of like, I guess, I don't know. What you, it's not. It's a top down Zelda game, Link's Awakening. Um, and then now Breath of the Wild 2 will be the next one. I think that they I mean, they had Odyssey. Mario Maker 2 is like, yeah, like the, it's gonna, they're making it harder for themselves because Mario Maker 2 has unlimited potential to play 2d games and has some of the wackiest levels and things that you could ever want to do in any like version of, you know, Mario. you can create your own world now. Um, so they just have to pop out DLC and then that's fine. I think for them is if they want to make another 2d platforming Mario game, you got to change the art style completely. And I'm in my head, I would love to see a cuphead style, like old Mario illustration, uh, side scrolling game, like in that kind of, art style we've never seen before. Um, but like, I would love to be like playable characters in that kind of like cup you know, like old animation style stuff. But I, I, besides that, I think that a definite odyssey too. like, they have to be, if it doesn't get a surprise announcement this year, it's gotta be soon because like that was a hit for them and they didn't really put any DLC out for it. So I imagine they had some other ideas that they're just going to, put into a whole a full second game they did they did the galaxy 2 i'm sure they'll do odyssey 2 yeah i feel like i feel like odyssey 2 makes a lot of sense uh you know they did it's funny they did galaxy 2 on the uh, uh on the wii uh but then wii u they really they <laughs> and it starts galaxy 2 fans starts right so they did Galaxy 2 on the Wii, but then for the Wii U, they, we really didn't get a 3D Mario for the Wii U, did we? 3D, I mean, we 3D got World. We, we, got, 3D World, we, we got 3D World. I loved that. Like I, I, no, I loved, I loved that game, but that game was yeah. more of a uh, – that was literally taking, like, your your classic versions. It wasn't on, on the grandiose scale that, right. that Galaxy or Odyssey was. Um, 
Uh, you know, I'm so weird that I don't like Mario Maker. Is that weird, you guys? Uh, I can't get into it either. I don't want to make well, my own levels. Well, here's here's my problem. Levels. I feel like people make the levels too damn hard. It's it's like a showcase of how hard and impossible can we make the levels. And also, I don't get the great themes that I got in Super Mario Brothers 3 and Super Mario World. Where's that amazing theme of, okay, here's the desert levels and all the monsters are desert monsters. All right, here's the sky level and you're going to do sky things. Like, just something that simple is what I really, really want. And, I, and I'm worried that because they did those Mario Maker games, we're never going to get another game like that ever again because, you know, I mean, it's so cool in the Mario Maker that you can make you can make your game, you can make your level look like New Super Mario Brothers, you can make it look like original Mario, you can make it look like, you know, Mario 3. That's, that's all so cool and so incredible, but I feel like I'm going to miss out on any of those new type of games. Um, but once again, what are they going to do? They've done Odyssey. They did Galaxy. How are you going to top Galaxy? Well, we're going to do Odyssey. Okay, gosh, you just did Odyssey. How in the world are you gonna top Odyssey? You know, I you have to. I, th I think because they came up with Cappy, they're gonna do Odyssey too. Um, because you can't do another game and keep Cappy. You know, you kind of have to stick to Odyssey. You kind of have to stick to that. And I don't think they're gonna waste that good piece of tech for just one game. You know, they didn't. They didn't waste good tech and that before, and that led us to Super Mario Galaxy Two. Like there was a lot of pushback of like oh they're doing another galaxy game well there's no way they have enough ideas that it's going to be better but it totally is better <laughs> you know it is uh, yeah i don't I'm... think it's better but I'll... oh <laughs> i there well the levels themselves are really good i feel like they lost a lot when they removed the overworld they removed any sense of story um i really there was a pageantry to the cutscenes and the i mean it was a Super Mario Galaxy really felt like an epic and Super Mario Galaxy 2 just it uh, just felt like a bunch of levels strewn together. So I much prefer the original Galaxy. I can just see that. that I can there. see that. I, I, I agree with you. I think Galaxy 2 has the better levels, but Galaxy has the better atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, I, I never liked Rosalina's Observatory. Like, oh, I, I love it. I think it's all right, but I liked, like, I liked Peach's Castle in 64 more than I liked her observatory. Yeah, um, true. You know, so I don't mind them doing that. I just, I, I would want something different well, for that yeah. world. Mm -hmm. um, I loved seeing Peach's Castle pop up in Odyssey. Like, that was so fun. That was really cool. To go to. Um, since it is the 35th anniversary, they've talked about porting Galaxy and uh, 64 and hopefully Mario 3D World. Uh, I've, we haven't talked a lot about it in this chat but i love mario 3d world oh i would love to play that one again would it's love to it's, it's so it fun to play with people and it's it takes the mm -hmm. best parts of 3d land but combines it with multiplayer yeah. that just works yeah i didn't think i mentioned that i didn't think the multiplayer aspect worked very well in new super mario brothers wii but i thought it worked great in super mario 3d world yes uh, uh when i was i put together my top five list for this podcast and that that slotted in at number five i like it a lot. okay well christian that's oh. a great segue <laughs> we need to we need to talk about our top five so Christian, will you will you do the honors of keeping track? Yes, uh, yes. And we'll create a master list and see. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'll go first, if that's all right, and I'll, sure. I'll throw out my top five. So my number five, I'll go from top to bottom, is Super Mario Galaxy 2. My number four is Mario 3D World. My number three is Mario Brothers 3. 
My number two is Mario Odyssey. And my number one is Mario World. Okay. So just to make sure I have that, that is Galaxy 2, 3D World, Mario 3, Odyssey, Mario World. Five to one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And whoever wants to throw down next? I can go next. Um, my number five is Super Mario 3D World. Uh, my number four is Super Mario Odyssey. My number three is Super Mario Galaxy 1. Uh, my number uh, two is Super Mario World. And my number one is Super Mario 64. Hmm. Yeah, bit. this is tough. This was a really, like, even, like, listening to your guys' <laughs> lists, I'm like, oh, man, I don't even have this game on this. All right, well, these are my these are my top, uh, these are my five, starting at the lowest. Um, I put Mario Maker 2 on as my Ooh. number five. I, I just, I was not expecting, I didn't, I wasn't really into the Mario Maker series either. I got the game for the Wii U, and it was fun to kind of play something like that on the Wii U. And then I was like, oh, there was a sale on the second one, so I got it um, when I, in, like, April or something. It was Mario Day, actually, March, thir- March 13th. Yes, March 10th. March, March 10th, yeah. Um, March 10th. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll try it. And it definitely has a little more... Um, it has a little more to it than the other game. It has a whole story. It's, it's a story yeah. thing, and you're actually like, there's levels that Nintendo created. So, and I have it's robust. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much better robust. than the first game. Um, so I wanted to put them there because it kind of got me reinvigorated and playing some of the Mario games again. I put Paper Mario as my fourth one because um, I was I was also surprised for me uh, the originals for the 64. Um, Mario three is my third. Um, Mario Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, number two for me. Yes. Uh, weird game, but it was, you know, I had the Game Boy before I had the NES, so, like, played a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mario 64 is my number one. And I, and I think it's because I think I kind of get, like, we were talking on that Zelda podcast, like, a lot of how a lot of people felt when they played Link's, uh, Link, Ocarina of Time for the first time on, on the 64. Uh, I didn't have that moment. I had that moment with 64. I didn't own the game. But I had played it over my, you know, friend's house. I was like, "This is insane! Like this, what they're doing with the 3D." So that's why Mario 64 is at the top of my list. All right, Scott, what's your top right. five with number? You've five? heard of most of these. My only surprise is my number five. Oh. Uh, so I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my number four, which is Mario Odyssey. I'm gonna give you my number three, which is Mario Galaxy. My number two is Super Mario World. My number one is Super Mario Brothers 3, um, which most of us have included all those games in the top. My number five game, which I don't even think we've really talked about, and the reason I have it at number five is because this game, in my opinion, was the only game in which the 3DS 3D actually yep. worked and you left it on oh, yeah. not only yeah. did you leave it on you were forced to leave it on the entire game and it didn't make my eyes tired and i don't know why they couldn't have done this with all the other games but it's the only game where the 3d worked and that was super mario 3d land yep. um and yep. i i adored that I, it, 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 that game was just incredible so 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 good and i remember in the very first level them activating the 3d to find the the block and i was like whoa this looks so cool yeah uh can i get those one more time just for the official record <laughs> from five to one? Oh, sure yes for the official yeah. record number five is 3d land okay uh uh number four is odyssey number three is galaxy 
Number two is world. Number one is three. Uh, before Christian gives us the final list, um, I agree, uh, Scott, I agree with you. 3D Land, I got that with my 3DS. It was a Christmas present. And I remember my dad, even my dad was like, oh, they say this game uh, is the reason you should own this system. I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, like mm -hmm. I kept the 3D on the entire time. That game... A Link Between Worlds and Samus Returns. I yep. always keep the 3D on. Like yep. all three of those Whole games. Game. Yep. Use it really, really Man, well. Man, I missed out on Samus Returns. Um, oh, it's I know. I'm sure you could find <laughs> it. I know. I can. I can buy it now. on an eShop if I wanted to or whatever. I, I just. I kind of just want it for Switch. But if the 3D is really good in that game, then maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, the 3D is. I mean, you don't need it. You need it for. You have to a Link Between like, Worlds. Yeah. And Mario, yeah. you don't need it for that game, but it it really works. Hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, guys, uh, here's the it. official list. All right. Number five, Super Mario Galaxy. Number right. four, Super Mario Odyssey. Number three, Super Mario 64. Number two, Super Mario Brothers 3. And number one, Super Mario World. So that is our top official Nerd Outcast podcast top five. All that's right. a pretty, that's a pretty darn good top five. Pretty, I can't, yeah. list. Um, I can't if, argue with that. If if you can only recommend one Mario game to somebody, what do you tell them to play? Um, you know what? Right now, play Odyssey. It's got some 2D levels in there, too. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, if you're presumably some, I guess I'm talking to a 12-year-old if they've never played Mario before. I'm probably talking to a 7-year-old if they've never played Mario before. Um, so, you know, just start with the modern one. If you love it, go back, explore the history, but no reason not to start with what's current and great. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that, um, you know, it's it's... If you've never played a platformer, you never played a Mario game before, I think Odyssey does a good job of bringing something completely new, but also throwing in that 2D stuff where you have to kind of learn a little bit of that. So I think that I think Odyssey is a great place to start. Yeah, if if it's very hard to get a gamer who's not used to not great graphics to play a game with not great graphics, uh, you just can't do it. There's no way you can get a 12-year-old to play a 16-bit game. <laughs> uh, so I would also say Odyssey. Now, if it was like somebody who was just like a Sonic the Hedgehog Sega kid and just for whatever reason lived in the Dark Ages and never had uh, and never had anything and never had a Nintendo, well, then maybe I'd be like, hey, why don't you play Super Mario World or why don't you play Super Mario 3, one of those two, depending on how just how old. If they're my age, play Super Mario 3. If they're in their 20s or, or early 30s, why don't you play Super Mario World? Yeah, it's weird. I feel like it's hard to not know who Mario is. And even like if you're a Fortnite kid and you know you want like the cutting edge in graphics, like old Mario is like old Star Wars, you know? Like you should, like I'm, you, I'm fairly you confident, know. you should know. You should yeah. know. You may not like it and that's fine, but right. give it a try. Yeah, you, you know? know, because they're still accessible. Um, I think Mario 3 is probably harder than Mario World, but the games are still accessible. Um, is it is it hard? Do you think it's harder? Gosh, I, I think like the, I think Mario Three is harder. Yeah. The end of both of those games is pretty pretty hard. 
I guess I guess World Eight on Mario Three. That whole world is just really hard. Okay, now I'm just lengthening the podcast so we can just keep going. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's let's wrap this up because clearly we have nothing else Wait, to chat can about. Wait, can I ask you a question real quick? <laughs> oh, I have a question. Oh my God, I, I, love I have a question yeah. that kind of I've been thinking about uh, a little bit. Um, to those the, who's those who have kids, it, what age are you? Do you introduce your children to Mario if you haven't already? And I guess to those without. What, I guess what two different questions, but what age did you find out about Mario? But like, as fathers, what when do you do that? If you do that, I was six when I got my Nintendo, so I feel like by the time she's six, she'll be able to play a game. I'll let her play a game as soon as she has the capability to actually play it, and not just like t- like right now she has an iPad and she's literally just like touching it. She's not actually doing anything with an expected result of something to happen so as soon as that ability comes uh then uh yeah then we'll then we'll then we'll play some games yeah i think i was seven or maybe even eight before i got a nintendo because when i got a nintendo it was i already had to decide between mario 2 and mario 3 um because those were the games that were out um i chose mario 3 uh my daughter, you know, can't play a game. Like, she just can't play a controller. Like, it just, she doesn't know how to use it. But she knows who Mario is. Like, when I play Mario or Zelda, she, she you know, she says Link or she says, oh, Mario. Um, I don't know how she can live in that me. house and not. I think that's a requisite for being part of the Bastion that's fair. Castle. <laughs> no, but here's, here's the really cute thing I didn't mention on the Zelda podcast. Whenever, whenever I'm playing a Zelda game and Link opens up a treasure chest, she lifts her arms up in the air like she's holding the item. That's awesome. Uh, that's amazing. Awesome. It's, that's it's uh, really cute. I was quite amazing. happy with that. Amazing. That's great. <laughs> um, cool. I, uh, I know, I know yeah, somebody who's yeah. like um, – I have a, a friend who – her, their child is like almost three and they're trying to not have any screens around them until they get to be like three or four, like no TV or games or anything. But what she has done has gotten all these books, like visual dictionaries, in this case of Star Wars. So she's a big Star Wars fan. So so her son knows all about Star Wars characters but has not played a game or seen a movie. So I feel like that's so it's a smart way to do it because like there's plenty, and like that's where these Legos come into play, these Mario Lego things. Such an interesting mm-hmm. that looks, idea. Yeah. So. Yeah. The Mario Lego looks fantastic. Too bad we're in a pandemic and income is totally shot. Because yeah. uh, I it's would like, gladly buy those. Is it like those. $200, $300 for the NES one? It's Yeah, but oh yeah. my God, it looks that's, good. That's insane. I'm not buying that. But uh, it's really cool. But I think to answer your previous question, Dan, I like for my kiddo if she wants to get into video games i would try and send her on the track i went on like i'd want her to try older games first yeah um you know if she became a Fortnite kid that's fine i'd just be sad (laughs) (laughs) um so gentlemen we need to wrap this up um real quick let's just go around where can people find you on the internet send you loving mail about mario or follow you as you you know work your best nerd life where can people find you uh, I'm on Twitter as in uh, ain't got no tweets is my I don't really tweet much but that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I live perfect. up to the name. Oh God, that is really funny. That's <laughs> really great. Oh, it's great. Uh, I'm at Masonic M I S S O N A K. I also almost never tweet, but uh, that is where you would find me on Twitter. 
Uh, I am uh, T. Scott Ross. You can find me at T. Scott Ross on Instagram. I used to be a lead in a Broadway show, and now Broadway doesn't exist anymore. And so I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. She's going to sing us out. So, f- so follow me follow me on Instagram to see what I choose. <laughs> I uh, you can follow me uh, at Chris Bashin on Instagram. Don't follow me on Twitter. I rarely use it. Uh, just follow me on Instagram. Uh, we have a lot of fun topics here on Nerd Outcast Podcast. We recently did this same kind of format for The Legend of Zelda. I imagine we'll do it again in the future. It would be fun to do this for Star Wars games, actually. There's a How about Metroid? Of, yeah, we should do it for Metroid. Metroid. Do, yeah. I would love it for Metroid. I would totally love to do it for Metroid. Uh, I need to make sure I'm not just a Nintendo podcast, as although oh, that fair. sounds well, great. Oh, you know, then it, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sh- we need to talk about the Final Fantasy VII remake at some point. Oh, uh, I'm in the middle of it right now. Uh, there's a lot of topics we need to do, so be on the lookout for those coming out in the near future. Uh Gentlemen, we did hey. it. We talked about Mario. Yeah. And we, we realized there's a lot more we need to talk about sometimes. So. Uh, but thanks so much for coming out and chatting about everybody's f- favorite plumber with me. Our pleasure. Of course. I have been your host, Chris Bashin, and talking to me about the Mario have been... Christian Masani. Dan Schiffmacher. Atis Katarasa. Here we go. Thank you for listening to my podcast. <laughs>